0: We're talking money, but without the filters. It's the one thing that none of us can escape, but that we still can't talk about without cringing. I'm Victoria,
1: millennial financial advisor. And I'm Ellie, money coach and founder of This Girl Talks Money. Each week, we'll be having a no holds barred conversation about real life money. Nothing's off limits here. So grab yourself a coffee or a cheeky glass of wine and settle on
0: in. Today, we have got a tricky situation involving money, friendship, and a serious case of comparison to chat about. Before all of that, we have our regular feature, the best and worst investment of the week. So let's start with you, Victoria. What have been your best and worst investments of this week?
1: My best investment of the week is definitely Spotify Premium. Listening to great music has been an absolute lifesaver for me over the last 12 months. I think we're all struggling at the moment in one way or another, and music is one thing that always lifts my mood and is well worth the £9.99 a month investment. My worst investment of the week, however, was an absolute fail. I spent £3.99 on some chicken breasts from Sainsbury's and let them go off in the fridge, so money waste and food waste what about you ellie what have you got this week so my best this week was the glass
0: notice board that i got and it cost 34.99 but it's now on the wall above my desk and it is so helpful to stick things up and remind myself to do tasks because it's much better than using my laptop calendar which i've been relying on up until now because i'm just so forgetful and i always get overwhelmed But on the flip side, my worst investment this week has been some leggings from ASOS. And they were own brand, which I knew meant they were too cheap to be good when I bought them, but I did it anyway. And they were too thin, and you could see my bum. And they were also too short for my legs, which are admittedly quite long. So they were totally not worth it. And it is very annoying. I should have just spent more than £20.
1: I think we can all relate on the leggings front. I've definitely been there. But the notice board sounds like a great investment. So what a win. Okay, let's get into the issue we're chatting about today, LA. Tell me all. I've got an email here from Lucy,
0: who is 27 years old, and she lives in London. And this is what she says. I've been really struggling with financial comparison in my friendship circle. I've been friends with my closest group of girlfriends ever since our school days, but over the last few years, we've all started to develop in our different careers. We've chosen to go into completely different fields, and with that has come wildly different salaries. I'm one of the lower earners, and although I know it isn't intentional, I feel pressurised into spending money by the friends who earn more than me. I work really hard, and I have a good job that I enjoy in marketing. But my friends work in higher paid industries, and although they never mention exact figures, I'm pretty sure they earn two or three times my salary. When it comes to social plans, the higher earners are always the ones that choose where to go, and I end up blowing my weekly food budget just on one meal. I am ambitious and I want to save for my future, but I don't know how to handle this. I don't want to say no to social occasions because of money, but I dread the conversations in the summer when spending starts again, and I feel the pressure pile back up to keep up with all my friends.
1: Okay, well, I think the first thing we can say to Lucy is that this is such a common issue for our generation. It comes up time and time again, this absolute curse of comparing how we're doing financially to the people around us. I honestly do think that all of us fall victim to this at one point or another. I can totally relate to what Lucy's saying personally. And to be honest, I'm not sure I believe anyone in our generation who says they can't relate. Totally. I think it really is on the rise, this
0: curse of comparison when it comes to finances. And there are endless reasons why it might be. I just am wondering, what do you think is behind the financial comparison that so many of us are experiencing, regardless of our own financial situations, which might not actually be that bad?
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right that there are loads of reasons why we're all comparing ourselves all the time, even when our financial situations aren't bad at all. I guess one of the most obvious has to be social media. And I found a quote that I think sums it up perfectly. It says... The reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. And it's just so true, isn't it? I think the vast majority of us, we fall into this trap where we're looking at other people online who are showcasing the best parts of their lives. And then we look at our own lives and wonder why we're struggling. And one thing I think is really scary as well is how easy it is to pretend online. For instance, how many influencers rent gorgeous houses or find amazing locations to have photos taken for their social media? And it doesn't mean they live in these incredible homes or take five luxury holidays a year. But when we're seeing this all the time, it does create this illusion and it it does foster this mentality that we're sort of not living up and we're falling short. And to be honest, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. These are business owners who are just using advertising and marketing strategies that have been around forever I think the danger is that when we're on social media and we're just scrolling through, we forget that we're actually being advertised to all the time and a lot of what we're seeing isn't real.
0: That is so true and I think that that line between reality and false reality blurs so easily in this online world that we live in. And do you think there are any other reasons as well why we get So stuck
1: in comparison. I think another big driver of the comparison trap for millennials when it comes to money is that we genuinely do just face really different problems from our parents' generation. House prices have gone up way more than our earnings have, which means we're buying our first homes later and renting for longer. We've got huge student debts to think about. And also the way we like to spend our money is really different. We tend to value experiences more than objects, but often then we don't have a lot to sort of point to or show for the money we've spent. And I think the result of all this is an overwhelming feeling that we're just not living up to where people older than us were when they were our age. But at the same time, do you not think that comparison and this
0: constantly feeling like you're not as good as someone else or as far forward as others is just an inevitable part of life and especially of life in 2021?
1: Yeah, I do think it's inevitable. I mean, you don't have to look much further than, say, the tube station to see that most of the adverts that we're bombarded with today rely on making us feel like other people have something we don't, like we're lacking something. Um, And these messages are just reinforced constantly. But before we had this conversation, I did a bit of Googling to find out whether this constant comparison is just a product of life today, or whether it comes from something deeper. And I was really surprised by what I read. I think you'll find this really interesting, Ellie. I read that, Measuring ourselves against other people is actually an evolutionary trait and it's something that's hardwired into our brains. I was reading that basically the reason we compare ourselves to other people is to make sense of the world around us. So when we ask ourselves questions like, Do I earn enough money? obviously it's really hard to objectively say yes or no. Like, what is enough money objectively? So what we do to try and answer our own questions is we look to other people, see what they're earning, and then we just see how we measure up relative to them.
0: Yeah, I do think it's really important to keep in mind that comparison isn't anything new, and that there actually is an evolutionary reason why we compare ourselves to others, like you just said. And on top of that, as long as as there has been inequality, which is forever, and as long as it exists, then there will always be an element of comparison in our society. The other thing to remember is that comparison isn't always a negative thing either, because it can be really, really helpful. And it can push you forward when you need a bit of a kick up the bum because I know for me at least, then that definitely is the case sometimes. I think the danger is when you spend so much time comparing yourself to others that you lose sight of your own focus and you get distracted and you forget to stay in your own lane. I think there's a fine line between admiring where someone is and using it as motivation or inspiration in your own life, your own journey, your career And then straying too far into that danger zone of comparison where you feel really negatively about yourself and you spend so much time looking at others that you neglect your own life and your own passions.
1: Yeah, I hear you and I think it is just really tricky. For those of us who are finding it hard to handle the comparison, do you have any ideas of how we can start to manage it better?
0: Yeah, you know, it really isn't always easy to spot. But there are definitely things that we can do to try and handle that comparison. So one thing that I definitely always try to do is limit the amount of time that I'm spending on social media platforms. Because on these social media platforms, we are constantly exposed to other people and their lives and most of all their successes try setting yourself some screen time limits. So for example, I have limits on my social media usage, because it can be really helpful just to keep me accountable and make sure that I don't just end up doom scrolling. And another thing that you can do is to unfollow accounts which make you feel bad about yourself. And again, you know, sometimes it is helpful to follow competitors for a bit of inspiration. And sometimes you do want to have a little look at what those influencers are doing. But The key is that if you find yourself always ending up feeling miserable when you're looking at other people's successes, then just hit that unfollow button and try to
1: protect yourself and put some boundaries in place. I also highly recommend unfollowing unhelpful social media accounts. I did this myself and found it made a real difference to me. But aside from that, as a financial advisor, I've worked with people with very different financial positions. And I get a real insight into how they feel about themselves compared to other people. And from what I've seen, I think the biggest recommendation I could give is to encourage people to think less about how they measure up compared to other people and more about how they're doing in comparison to where they want to be themselves. So for example... If you want to go out for expensive dinners every week and that's not something you can afford right now, then I totally understand wanting to have a higher income so so that you can afford those dinners and you can do the things you want to do. But if going to fancy restaurants just isn't something that excites you, then don't worry if people around you are doing that. You just stay focused on having the things that you want and how you're going to get there. Another thing i find so interesting is that clients so often have numbers in their in their minds about what they want to be earning or how much they want to be worth. But so often when we start to delve deeper, it becomes really obvious that they actually need significantly less than they think to have the the lifestyles that they want. I guess the last thing I'd say is that I have seen firsthand that the comparison curse doesn't disappear as we start to earn more. Even the highest earners are comparing themselves in exactly the same way. The only real difference is that the numbers are much bigger. I mean, let's be honest, unless you are someone like Bill Gates, there's always going to be people earning more than you. So for anyone who's trapped in this comparison curse, you are not alone.
0: Yeah, so I'm definitely going to go away and really reflect on all of this because this whole topic has given me a lot to think
1: about. And I am sure that I'm not the only one. Yeah, I think we could talk about this for hours, but I'm afraid our time's up for today. Before we go, why don't you give us a quote of the day?
0: It is a beautiful day to go after your dreams. There we go. And on that note, I will see
1: you next week. Absolutely love that and loved speaking to you, Ellie. If you've made it here, then thank you so much for listening to our first ever podcast. We really appreciate your support please do share this with anyone you think would like to hear us having an answer. And if you want to hear more, do not forget to hit subscribe. We'll be back next week. See you later, guys.